Hi, everyone. This is Fairborz Paksuresh, Director of the Department of Human Services. And I'm Lisa Wendt, Deputy Director at the Department of Human Services. Uh, thank you all for being with us and listening to this podcast. We wanted to get back with you and maintain this communication. As you all know, the governor issued an executive order yesterday. And we wanted to have just a few minutes of your time to share with you what that may mean to DHS. And again, before I get into that, I wanted to thank everyone for your flexibility and patience as we move through this. We are dealing with issues that we have not dealt before. Things may not be as clear as we all would like them to be. But again, that's part of adaptability and working through times like these unprecedented times that we all face together. One of the questions that has come up is why is it that DHS cannot close its doors such as some of the other state agencies are doing or have done? I think many of you know that we provide some critical services that cannot stop, specifically uh, protecting children and older adults from abuse and neglect, and in, especially in these difficult times, helping those people who are struggling financially and trying to keep going. Um, those are functions that will continue regardless of what happens. If we had an earthquake, if we had a major flood, we would still do those functions, not only because we are required to do them, but because people need those things to stay safe and to be able to stand on their feet um, and at least continue living uh, in a basic way as we try to get past these challenges that we face. Um, we have some mission-critical functions in DHS that need to continue. Um, those, some of those can continue while people work in the offices, and some of them can continue uh, people working from home. And again, as we're trying to figure all this out, please uh, be patient with us. Uh, communicate with your managers, your um, district managers, your program directors, if you want work-specific directions, and please feel free to contact either Liesl and I with any questions that you might have. Great. Thanks, Fairbors. And I wanted to talk a little bit about how DHS is deciding um, how to continue our work. As Fairbors said, we can't thank you enough for your patience and flexibility. I think we're all learning how to pivot very quickly. And our leadership team met over the weekend in anticipation of a new executive order and really started to identify what's our core work and what can be done physically in the buildings and what can be done remotely. Your leadership has identified some really creative ways to continue to serve our clients and in some ways, even in the last couple of days, have identified some emerging best practices of how adapting to doing work remotely is, is surfacing some new opportunities for how we can connect with clients and how we can continue to support you as staff to do the work. One great example that our vocational rehabilitation team told us yesterday is um, they've really wanted to learn more about intellectual and developmental disabilities assessments. And our intellectual and developmental disability partners really wanted to learn more about vocational re rehabilitation. So the two teams are building an online training system for both of their staffs to share that information during this time. So I, I think we look forward to, to more creative ideas like that as we continue to prioritize serving Oregonians. A couple of things I wanted to highlight. We have been working actively on our website. So there is now a banner where you can go to DHS COVID-19 information and resources. 
We're really trying to promote our public-facing website so that consumers can access services online when that's an option. So things like food help, childcare, um, employment, and then general information. So it's a work in progress, but hopefully you can check that site out and find information for your both your colleagues, your friends, um, and the people that, that you're here to serve. There's also an easy link to the OHA Public Health site, which has, as I think you all know, um, lots of information, latest CDC guidance, materials, etc. I also wanted to point you to a really um, really cool informational video that our partners um, with Office of Developmental Disabilities produced that kind of is a, a bit of a cartoon and walks you through um, COVID-19, how to stay safe. Um, so ch check that out as well. The other piece I wanted to mention, I just wanted to share some of the creative ideas that we've been hearing from you all as, as we work through um, our response. One I just heard this morning is that one of our buildings apparently used to be a bank, and so they've activated the drive-through window to accept SNAP applications. So they're minimizing that um, physical contact with folks, but still being able to be responsive to SNAP applications. We know that you are um, being creative and responsive uh, in your own offices and in your own communities, and we'd love to hear your stories, what you're doing, what you figured out has worked. We want to know how you're coping, um, both what's fun, what's challenging, so that we can share those stories with your colleagues. So if you can reach out to us at dhs.directorsoffice at state.or.us, we'll, we'll take those stories and, and share them with each other and um, try to have a little bit of fun during some of these challenging times and, and highlight the great work that you're, you're doing every day. Thanks, Lizol. And to those of you who are teleworking from home, and I know there are a good number of DHS employees that are doing that, I know this is a change. Um, I know moving from an office environment to a home environment, getting set up, beginning to think about what should we be focusing on. These are all questions that come up. Um, please um, pay attention to whatever that is most important, not only for the division that you're working for, but also think about things that you wanted to do, but you never had time to do. Um, training that were uh, basically required, but we could not get to. And now if you have some time, if you can do that remotely, please do that. Um, and share those with uh, your supervisors, with your coworkers, et cetera. This is a great time to catch up on things that were, um, we never had time to do. For those of you who are working in the field, Please communicate with your program managers and uh, district managers. Our number one priority is to keep our staff safe. Uh, we are working with your uh, union representatives. And again, this is something that we are all doing together. We are in this together and we'll work through this stuff all together. I also wanted to acknowledge that we have received some emails from our staff after the executive order came out a question such as why can't we close our office because there are too many people in the lobby and that's putting the health of uh, the people who are receiving services as well as our staff at risk. Um, I can assure you that the programs are working diligently on trying to address those issues. These issues will be addressed at the local level and preventive measures are being put in place so that we can honor that uh, physical distancing measure. 
Uh, also have heard from some staff uh, who are um, basically expressing concern about either themselves or some people in the offices who may have health issues um, and why can't they work from home. Again, we are working through those. All of those things will be addressed. Safety and health of our staff is our priority and uh, your program managers, district managers and program directors are working with HR diligently to address those issues. So that all will be taken care of in the, within the next um, day or two. Uh, following Fairboards' message to all staff on Monday, each of the programs sent their own uh, direction that helped identify which programs and services are critical to the people we serve, especially at this time of uncertainty. And so each of those programs outlined what policies, rules, and guidance they've adapted or changed thus far. So if you have not seen that information, please reach out to your supervisors so you can hear specifically from your program directors how they're responding. And as we continue to say, that will probably change over time, but that's a venue that we're using to communicate some of those changes program by program. Um, again, I wanted to thank you all for your flexibility. Um, in closing, I'll just reiterate that there is always opportunity in the midst of crisis. One of the things that this crisis has brought to our focus is how connected we are and that a virus like this does not discriminate. We are all one, regardless of our race, gender, color, sexual orientation, etc. regardless of how much money we have, regardless of what position or title we have. We are all impacted in the same way by this virus. And through that, I think we can also think through these times as to how important our family members are, what is most important to us in life, and perhaps we can have a better perspective. And finally, let's think about the future. Let's think about what the new DHS may look like as we emerge from this. What would our jobs look like in light of everything that we have learned and experienced through this crisis? I have um, total confidence, and I know Liesl does as well, that we can become a better agency when we emerge from this crisis and serve Oregonians in the best possible way that we can. Again, thank you for taking the time, and we'll talk again.